Hello, America. I've told you in the past that uh, we were passing all of the exits. We had to turn around, get off, get off before we reach the place where there are no more exits. I think we're there. Um, I, I told you in the past that there's going to come a day you do not recognize your country. Um, even I didn't understand the impact of that statement um, because I don't recognize my country. But it leads us into one more thing that is the signs are here now and i know i've been called all kinds of names for saying it but you need to be warned you need to know i've told you in the past if we don't turn around we will make nazi german nazi germany look like a group of rookies that our that evil does not destroy tools it perverts them and america is the most powerful tool in anyone's hand that you can grab and evil is grabbing it and i want to give you some examples real life examples of exactly where we are in the timeline of making the nazis look like rookies and i want you to listen to it calmly rationally I welcome you to push back. I want to be wrong on this. But if if you believe there's a shot of this, you must wake up your neighbors. And the only way you can do it is with love, kindness, peace, civility, and helping one another. Otherwise, America closes its heart and it is done. I'll give you this in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. <clears throat> Usually when you say goodbye to the way, I'm sorry, I've got, uh, I think I have the cough that Joe Biden has, which by the way, did you hear the White House said, that's not that nothing to worry about. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No worries at all? No worries at all. And I, I agree, it, you know, it could be something as simple as ALS. Um, anyway, Car Shield. Car Shield. When you say goodbye to your car warranty, you might as well say goodbye to your car uh, Mm -hmm. because expensive. What else could it be? I'm sure there's other things. Pudding caught in his throat. That happens. Usually from a swallowing problem, which brings me back to just a 24-hour case of ALS, something like that. For a covered car repair, CarShield is the best. They'll take care of the repair with your choice of mechanic. You get roadside assistance and a rental car. It'll be a breeze. They take care of everything, and all the covered repairs are covered. You don't have to pull it out of your bank account. They do it. So you don't have to wait around for a check. CarShield, a win-win. They help you get back on track when you're in a pinch, and you're not on the hook to pay thousands. And they have done that for me several times with my old trucks. Visit carshield.com slash Beck. Save 10%. carshield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. Okay. Nancy Pelosi is on a trip to the United Kingdom. Please keep her. She's yours. Um, I know you like really, 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 really old ladies to be in charge of things in your country. I mean, sure, yours isn't bat crap crazy, but can you take this one too? Anyway, Nancy Pelosi, she was on a on a trip to the United Kingdom. She was in Cambridge. And this is what she said about China. 
we've always felt connected uh, to China. Uh, but with their uh, military aggression in the South China Sea, with this. their continuation of genocide with the Uyghurs in uh, Shenzhen uh, province. Stop, there. stop, stop, stop. Is that news to you, Stu? Did you have you ever heard the United States of America, an elect, a big elected official, a speaker of the House or above, say that that, that China is continuing the genocide on the Uyghurs? Have it's, you heard that? I mean, the fact that they're doing it is not news to me. It's not news. But as a what is as pretty close to an official statement of u.s policy correct it's or or at least what we know we've been critical of them but we don't i mean you know why we, is the we're uni- still talking about like the the 1917 genocide and whether correct. we should call it genocide correct in turkey yeah okay so let me ask you this why does the united states get such a bad rap with so many historians on the genocide of the jews in germany we didn't act fast enough. We didn't act fast enough. But we what act. is the excuse on the other side? One, by the way, I don't believe. But what is the excuse on the other side? We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't, we didn't know, know for that sure. Bad. We we right. We knew Germany was bad. Correct. But we didn't know what the the extent of Correct. what they were doing. And the better excuse. It's still a bad excuse. But the better excuse is that FDR, when he found out, he said the way to make it stop is to stop Germany. Don't. Don't defer any of our resources away from defeating Hitler and killing and cutting the head off the Nazi regime. That will end the genocide for the Jews. Mm. Okay, that's the best excuse I've heard, but it's still an excuse. We knew we knew and FDR did nothing about it. What a surprise. Another Democratic icon. So he did nothing about it. It's It's a horror show. The world then said genocide must never happen again. It is it is in a separate category. It's you can have gulags. You can have uh, torture chambers. But genocide state sponsored genocide is in a separate category. Really the single worst thing. A country can do right mm-hmm. i mean i'm mm-hmm. trying to think if there's anything on that level but like that would be the ultimate crime you would accuse a country of it would be like saying you know my son he didn't take out the garbage this morning he doesn't clean his room he's late with his math paper uh he commits genocide uh and he also uh is you know late uh for a meeting that he had you know at church Wait, one of those things <laughs> right. is it a lot out. bigger. So this is what she did with the military aggression in the South China Sea, with the continuation of genocide with the Uyghurs in uh, the Xinjiang, uh, the Zhejiang province, with a violation of the cultural and religious priorities of Tibet. They don't pick up their socks. <laughs> Okay, I mean those are bad things. Those are all bad yeah. things, but it's genocide. Is genocide is in a okay? So now we have Nancy Pelosi admitting the United States of America knows that they're not only committing it, they're continuing to commit to commit it, which means we've known for a while. And what does she say? She goes on to say, "Yes, they're committing genocide against the Uyghurs, 
But having said that, I'm quoting, the overriding issue is working together on climate change. Oh, my God. Would we have worked with Hitler on climate change? Would we have would worked, we have worked with, with Would we have worked with Hitler on developing the bomb? Would we have worked with Hitler on developing the autobahn? Would we have worked with Hitler on his socialized medicine? Would we have worked with Hitler on any of his national socialist ideas? The answer is no. No. When you're committing genocide, no. Okay. She said, we have to work together on climate because climate is the overriding issue. The overriding issue. There is no way to describe this mindset that, yes, they are killing an entire group of people because of their ethnicity or religion. They are systematically rounding them up, using them for slave labor and killing them using their organs and selling them on the open market. They are nothing more than cattle for us to recognize it and do nothing about it is one thing, but to say we recognize it, but we have bigger things to talk to them about is a horror show. Now, There's point one. Remember, what I want to talk to you about is we will become the worst plague on human on human life ever. If we let our country go to the dark side, we will make the Nazis look like rookies. First step. Oh, we know they're systematically killing a group of people, but we have bigger priorities. Climate change okay next one we are not going to leave anyone behind we won't leave anyone behind we'll make sure every american gets out there's maybe 46 americans left now bullcrap i have hundreds hundreds of americans Hundreds that are still waiting to get out, and I cannot get the State Department to even admit it. And when they give us permission to fly our airplanes, they are too late because those that ex- they, the uh, the paperwork that they gave us that they insist we must have somehow or another they only deliver it to us an hour after it's expired. It is evil. What is happening? It is evil. They are dehumanizing American citizens. They don't count. Why? Because of politics. Next story. Biden has just said the administration needs to cut back on the shipments of a highly effective therapy for COVID-19. It is called monoclonal antibodies. It is a bogus antibody. It is a made antibody. Instead of giving you a part of the disease, this is giving you a fake antibody that kills the disease. So instead of having a vaccine, this seems like it could be a lot better. 
Nevertheless, it works. It works. They're cutting back the therapy and not sending them to red states. Now, they're saying because the red states are just using too much. Using too much? Can you tell me the states where they can't get it? Let's make sure the doses are not, in their own words, part of an an effort to make sure there is medical equity. I'm sorry, we can't help those... We can't help those poor hurricane victims because we've helped so many hurricane victims in America lately. We got to go find those hurricane victims that might need our help in the future in England. What? Put the medicine where the medicine is needed. And by the way, this is something I guess we could argue about if if all of a sudden uh, Seattle needs all of this uh, mono, uh, 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 monoclonal antibody work, if all of a sudden Seattle needs it, I guess we can say, okay, so where does it go? But for a, for a government that doesn't care what bridge they cross, what constitutional rule that we have that they throw out of the window and say, we'll make these companies make more of it instead of that. Oh, no, no, we can't make more of it. We just have to make sure that Texas and Florida don't get it. This is from the people who are on television every night saying that doctors should refuse medical treatment for anybody who doesn't get the vaccine. I want to give you a poll on what is the biggest threat to a nation, to our nation. Here's what people who vote for the GOP said was the biggest threat to our nation in order. The Taliban. Defund the police activists. China. Um, and then everything else is in half. Top three. Here is what independents say is the biggest problem. The Taliban, China, then, yes, then defund the police. That's what independents say. What do Democrats say? Now, by the way, the number one for the GOP is at 66%. Number two is uh, 62, then 58 uh, independence, 46, 45, and then 36 for the top three. Here's the Democrats. The Democrats, the number one threat to America, Donald Trump supporters. The number two threat to America is unvaccinated Americans. Then you drop 12 points to number three, which is the Taliban. Democrats at about 60% say that a Donald Trump supporter is more dangerous than the Taliban. They are saying that someone who refuses to get the vaccine is more dangerous than China or the Taliban. If you continue to dehumanize half of the population and say, because they believe they have a right to say, no, I'm not comfortable with this. 
And let me just let you know, if you would have taken Donald Trump up on his offer, which he has offered several times, let me be a spokesperson. I'll talk to the right. Let me go do commercials for you that says, hey, guys, you got to take it. I've taken it. It's not so bad. If you would have come to us and said, how do we talk to people? You might have been able to get some of these things done. For instance, you got to go to companies and force them. No, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. However, if the government wants to pay for the simple test that you take once a week, it's non-invasive. It's no big deal. And they want to make those available for companies. And they come and say, hey, would you do this? And they hadn't have been so damn creepy and weird on everything from the beginning and shut down any kind of information that disagrees with their political narrative. Here's what I want you to know. They don't care about they don't care about people living or dying. They don't care because we see it in Afghanistan. They don't care they don't care about people who are going to get COVID. They don't care. Or they would make every option available. And they would have followed their own research that was done a year and a half ago. How do we convince people? In the government's own research, it says don't do these things. And that's what the Biden administration has focused on. They are intentionally... Ir- irritating intentionally poking they want you to strike out god help us if anybody does they want you to do it because they are preparing to eliminate the problem if you believe that genocide we need to tolerate because we have bigger issues if you believe i as a doctor can say, oh, you don't agree with what I say is true. I'm not going to give you any treatment. Mark my words. If we don't stop this path now and start standing up together in love, in peace, in harmony, and find those people that didn't vote the same way, but believe in the same principles, we will make the Nazis look like rookies. Back in a minute. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I hate when I look over to Stu like, okay, was that? And he looks at me like, yep. God, I want you to say that. No, I so strongly disagree <laughs> with you on this. American Financing, um, Paul wrote in, said it's the entire process was so smooth. He said, um, you know, American Financing, um, Joseph was our guy, really helpful, said, I don't think there is anybody that could have been even better. Um, we kept hearing Glenn Beck talk about how great American Financing is, so we made an appointment, and the rest is history. We took a year off our mortgage. We saved a few hundred dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. Think of that. What could you do with a few hundred dollars every month? American Financing, call them now, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. 10 seconds, station ID. What did the Germans do at the very beginning with Jews? They made them into the enemy. They're the problem. They're the problem. 
Then they made them not human. Then they started implementing laws like you can't go to shows that everybody else can go to. You can't buy things that everybody else can buy. You can't really operate a store. You can't run certain things. You can't be in certain areas. Once this happens, once you once you take a population and you silence them and you put them in a ghetto and build a wall, whether that ghetto is a is a real place or a digital wall in a digital ghetto, you can do anything to them. Please. I ask people who don't vote the same way as I do to find your American and your Judeo-Christian heritage and open that door. Do everything you can to open that door wider. This is the Glenn Beck Program. James wrote in. He lives in South Carolina, and he wrote in and he said, Glenn, we have a dog named Suki. Victim of a stroke due to to a reaction to a rattlesnake vaccine. Since that time, she recovered, but she had some of the remnants of the debilitating attack in her system. Ever since then, she would lay on her side and she'd she'd never lay with her head erect. Within three days of, of having rough greens put on her food, she lays with her head proudly erect again. She looks so beautiful. She wants to play tug of war again, which is her favorite game. I cannot begin to tell you how pleased we are with Rough Greens and how it rescued our wonderful, beautiful pet. I mean, that's a pretty amazing thing. I don't, I mean, I've not heard that before. I don't know how many dogs are bit by, or no, have a problem with rattlesnake vaccine. But um, you just sprinkle this on your dog's food. It gives them everything that they need. I've seen a huge difference in my dog. Um, He doesn't seem like he's a 10-year-old German Shepherd. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, or 833-GLEN-33. You may now be convinced that Nancy Pelosi sucks. So if you are, nancypelosisuckspen.com, nancypelosisuckspen.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Um... We have a voice that you need to hear. Um, Tina Ramirez, she's a congressional candidate and founder and president of uh, Hardwired Global. She is uh, actually running for a congressional seat in Virginia. Uh, I want you to do your homework on her, tinaramirez.com, or you can follow her on Twitter at Tina Ramirez VA. I'll give that to you again um, after you hear a little bit uh, from her. She is somebody who has worked tirelessly to save human lives. I mean, really, been in, you were in Iraq saving people um, when that was all going down. You're currently working so hard in Afghanistan. We f- Welcome to the show, first of all. Thank you for having me. It's you great bet. to be with you. Um, uh, I, just, I just did a story a minute ago about Nancy Pelosi, where... She will admit, and I think this is new. Are you aware that the United States has officially just said, yep, they're committing genocide? Well, it happened under the Trump administration. They actually acknowledged it at the State Department. But, you know, Biden kind of put the kibosh on that from what I understood. So the fact that she's admitting it, I mean, you know, kind of haphazardly, as she also says that it's okay to ignore it while addressing climate change, I think is just, you know, absurd. I mean, 
some point in our history never again meant never again and we actually Correct. had the moral courage to actually you know prevent it but but this isn't a lack of courage look no. at what's happening in afghanistan mm-hmm. you and i both know plenty hundreds of a blue blue passport holding americans are left there and they don't care they're doing everything they can to thwart us we've been working so closely with you i can't thank you enough for your leadership oh your your work on this has been phenomenal i mean helping these christians get out i was receiving tons of phone calls for i mean days as the situation just unraveled in afghanistan for people trying to get out the christians that had just changed their identity cards literally a few months before <laughs> and then were public enemy number 1 as soon as the taliban you know the keys were handed to them literally uh, american i had a young woman with her 17 month old child who called me pleading to help us get out of there and you know you send these names to the state department and then they hand them over to the taliban yeah i mean what where are we in america that we've left americans behind could you we, please could you please go into that for just a second because that is something that blinken denied he said we've only done it a couple of times and i know this isn't true we've only done it a couple of times it's in the hundreds not the thousands of people and it was only when we needed to get a bus across a checkpoint so they could get out glenn i know <laughs> at least 15 christians who were killed in afghanistan because of the recklessness of this u.s foreign policy I have seen this in so many countries with our State Department that does not understand religion. They don't get it. And they put people in harm's way and they end up getting their lives killed. Christians are being killed in Afghanistan right now. They are going door to door and literally rounding people up and killing them. They're looking for Americans and there are still Americans there. Lots. It's it's insane. I mean, so I've spent the last 20 years working over 30 countries where human rights are don't exist where religious freedom doesn't exist I, i've seen this firsthand i remember being in in sudan working on the miriam ibrahim case a woman that's going to be put to death because you know she she um dared you know choose her own faith these are the kinds of realities that are now going to be happening in afghanistan every day i mean women and children being forced into child marriages rounded up at their homes and put to death simply because they believe differently than the taliban and we literally handed the keys over for them to do it this i think that the people in that are listening really need to understand that our national security is at threat around the world right now. The grave consequences of telling an authoritarian regime, hey, we're just going to turn our back, not only on people that we should care about in the world because we value religious freedom and other things, but our own people, that sends a message that it's free. It's, you know, it's free. There you have free reign. It's open season. Go ahead. Ukraine, Taiwan, you name it. And in Iraq, where I work, where I'm helping retrain the children that were brainwashed by ISIS to be terrorists, and we're teaching them religious freedom. The government's given us full full, full access to Nineveh and Mosul to work with teachers and to retrain these children so they don't have to go back to another cycle of conflict. But you I, know what? We're, we, are, we have a good chance that he's going to do the same damn thing. Well, ISIS is reemerging. It's already reemerging. I'll be there in a month. And I mean, does that mean that I'm going to be standing there facing another genocide again because of the failures of America's foreign policy? And that's really a failure of our leadership. And that's why I'm running for Congress. I remember being there when the genocide started in Iraq. I was five months pregnant with my own daughter. I have done this. I did it in the U.S. Congress. I built the Bipartisan Caucus on International Religious Freedom. I've done it all over the world. And to stand there pregnant and see a lady whose daughter had been ripped from her arms at gunpoint, I thought, my God that can never happen. I never want that to be the future that my daughter would ever have to experience or that I would have to experience. My heart breaks for these people and yet we just stand by and ignore it 
hand the keys over to authoritarians, and then we give up our own freedoms here in our country and allow these same people that don't have the the courage to stand up to authoritarians around the rest of the world to then dictate what we can think, what are trying to indoctrinate our kids, um, destroying our own freedom of worship and of speech here in America. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. I ask you a really personal question. Sure. My foundation has been trying to save people <clears throat> for a while. Um, and I've been on the fundraising side and I stay my distance from all of it. This time I got involved. I'm a broken man. I don't know how to function. I don't know how to go back and forth. I don't know how to say. Yeah, we did a lot of good. When there's so many else. How do you do this? How do you do this? Did you ever feel this way? Does it get easier? No. But you fight harder because you know what's at stake. We have so much to fight for. When I, when I was a child and became passionate about religious freedom and helping people, I saw Christians in Sudan, two million Christians, be killed by their own government. And I thought, my God, if they have the courage to live for their faith in the midst of such horrors, yes. how can I not stand for my faith here where I have yeah. the freedom to do it? And if I train people around the world to stand up and to go into areas where they're going to be persecuted to stand up for freedom, and I tell them, go and do it, how can I not have the moral courage to do it right here in America right now, to stand up to our government, to what they're doing, to our own people and to people around the rest of the world? The world looks to us to be the beacon of hope and freedom in the world. We have just turned our backs on them. Those Christians in Afghanistan that you've been helping and rescuing, so many of them are saying, what happened? Where's America? If America isn't the leader of the free world, then who is? China? Russia? ISIS, is that, the, is that the legacy we want for our children? That's why this is so critical. It is life and death, and we've got to take it seriously. Our, everything in the world is at stake right now. Uh, would you agree with me? Because you've, you've been in and around Washington for so long working on these things. It's, it feels different, but maybe it's just because, maybe I was stupid and naive. I never thought our government was firmly on the wrong side. What I'm seeing in Afghanistan is evil. In cases, we are a force for evil and getting people killed. That is shocking to me. Has it always been this way? Or is this, because if that's who America is, then all of the people that say America sucks, they're right. I served, I served under Trent Franks in the U.S. House of Representatives, when Tom Lantos, the only survivor of the Holocaust, was was the chair of the Foreign Affairs Committee. It was different. It was different. I don't know what's happened, but what I can tell you is the younger generations that are following AOC, laughing about the tens of thousands of dollars she can waste on a dress and on a ticket to the Met Gala, while women and children are dying in Afghanistan and in Iraq and all over the world, while their rights are being stripped from them. This virtue signaling has got to stop, and the younger generations need to come to terms with the fact that the emperor has no clothes. They are hypocrites. 
They are hypocrites. And the real people that stand up for freedom and dignity in the world, the, we, the real people that stand up and are going to march for women are not the liberals and the progressives that parade around and met nope. the Met Gala joking about taxing the rich. The real ones are going to be us. Freedom-loving people that stand up. How can they stand up to authoritarian regimes around the rest of the world when they are literally pushing Marxism in our public schools and indoctrinating our children to hate our country? You're running in Virginia, which is a state that has gone nuts. It's gone insane. It's ground zero for everything we need to fight for right now. Uh, And that's really coming out of northern Virginia because those are all the people that are running Washington. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you're going from bad to worse. What? Why do you want to run for Congress? And and uh, what is the main thing that you think you can accomplish in that congressional district? This is a this is a Republican seat. We never should have lost it, and we need to get it back. We are six seats short of winning the majority in Congress and putting a check on Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. That is my motivation every day. When I think of that woman in Iraq who lost her child at gunpoint. And I look at my daughter, I do not want her growing up in America where our rights and freedoms have been stripped from us. That is what motivates me every day. And so I am very motivated. The woman that I'm running against has taken more money than anyone else from the teachers unions. She sits on the Foreign Affairs Committee and she literally sits there and is silent when Ilhan Omar attacks Israel and calls them a terrorist organization. She's silent on Cuba. She was silent on Afghanistan instead of putting a check on Joe Biden and on the atrocities in the world. That's why I'm running, because we have got to restore common sense leadership to our government. It won't happen unless we fight for it. And this is a seat that if we don't win, we don't win back the majority and we don't do it. So we've got to. I really sincerely um, can't thank you enough for everything that you've done. And I know how hard you've been working um, on this and you've been a champion for us and, and I just can't thank you enough for what you're doing for <clears throat> Tina Ramirez is her name she is running for Congress uh, in uh, Virginia's 7th district please find her and if you can support her uh, TinaRamirez.com Truly one of the people that Bonhoeffer uh, would be proud of. TinaRamirez.com. Thank you. All right, now let me awkwardly try to transition to a uh, commercial. Uh, LifeLock. There are things that are happening that you, I mean, how are you even just keeping track of the news? How are you keeping track of just one of these stories? Now we got to also say, oh, and by the way, we're, uh, uh, you know, you got to worry about cyber hacking. By the way, in the president's speech yesterday, it was so infuriating. He said the government's going to work on cybersecurity for you, the little person. They can't keep our own country. They can't keep our own corporations safe from cybersecurity. But he yesterday made the claim that that's a big one that they're going to take. Oh, my gosh. Nobody can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock was one of the first, if not the first, in this category when everybody was like, cyber what? And they are the best at it. And if something does happen, because nobody can monitor everything, uh, they have a team that will work to fix it with you. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK, call 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com, use the promo code BECK for 25% off, lifelock.com 
the Glenn Beck Program. Should. We should. Uh, this is the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Oh, and the show started with such potential to be a happy Friday <laughs> It show. was funny at the very beginning. It was. It was and, good. And then we were crying to Congress people. Those hours don't come back. No. <laughs> yeah. You. I mean, I... The stuff that's going on in Afghanistan, I think part of the things that we were just talking about this a little bit off the air, part of the reason why it's difficult, I think, for you to do the show right now is because there's so much going on in Afghanistan that you are unable to speak about publicly at this point, and you have no choice but to internalize it. And I think in moments like that, it comes out, but you know, you haven't let everyone, you haven't let me in, you haven't let the world in on, on all of the things that you know, you've heard heard and, and have been briefed on and so it's, it's also and the, it those adds are on with everything else yeah those the those things are such um it's breaking me it really is yeah, um yeah. and uh, uh that is happening and at the same time all of the things that i've warned about i mean next wednesday i'm i'm doing a show on the economy and i'm telling you right now prepare Truly prepare. It's not like, you know, I've said this for 25 years. Hey, you got to prepare. There's going to come a time. The time is now. The time is now. I uh, just talked to a big guy from Wall Street, and I said, so I'm always bad with timing. And he said, Glenn, it could happen in five years. It could happen tonight. He said, nothing is real anymore. Everything is bogus. All of the money, all of the investment, all the things that the government and Wall Street and these corporations are doing, it's none of it is based in reality. And it will come down. Um, but we're in a controlled collapse right now. And uh, um, uh, there are just a few things that are so urgent in, uh, in what I feel I have to tell you um, that... Uh, it's I, I you know, I, I, I hope that you listen with your heart and I hope that you forgive me for sometimes the way I present things. Um, but uh, uh, there's there's just a lot of things that are happening. You know, when I, I can look at what's happening in Afghanistan and then I can look at with Nancy Pelosi, where she says, you know, sure, they're doing genocide in uh, in China with the Uyghurs, but we have to talk climate change. I'm sorry. That's evil. That is evil. You don't, you just don't do that. Can you even imagine some, if someone no. saying, hey, look, you know, Hitler does a lot of bad things, but we, we just need to talk about the climate with Hitler, with Adolf. No. No. No, no you, don't. you don't. No. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just, I just didn't expect it from my own country to be this in your face. They're just in your face. Um, if you missed any of today's show or you'd like some of the fun parts of the show, listen to the podcast because it started out with such fun potential. Um, make sure you join us. We will uh, we'll see you tonight on Blaze TV. Um, I've got a few things to share. And also, uh, I think sometime today or this weekend, I'm going to take to uh, Instagram and go over the president's speech from yesterday. Very this important. Is the Glenn Beck program.